Hey y'all, what is up? What's poppin'? What's going on? It's your favorite Hope Dilla, and I'm coming with some enlightenment for that is. So what's up? Oh my gosh, what the fuck is up, y'all? I am so I'm so late. I am so fucking late. And honestly, to be real with y'all, shit's just been really crazy in my life, and I've really been allowing it to affect my business. And I watched this video and he was talking about you know you show up for work every day when you're supposed to but then when you have your business and you know you have a deadline and you don't post or you don't do what it is that you need to do like why why do you not respect yourself the way you respect your company and I was like I know I need to get better so this is me doing better I plan on posting way more consistently. I have about five podcast episodes already recorded. All I got to do is edit and give me an intro and an outro. So we good for five episodes and I'm going to keep going. So yeah, thank y'all so much for sticking with me, for rocking with me and for um, tuning into this episode. So this is an episode with my lovely mother and we're just having a conversation about what it is to be a black American how you know just spending time with your ancestors can also be incorporated into your everyday life and you don't always just have to sit at your altar to connect with them because your ancestors are also inside of you wherever you go so yeah i hope that y'all enjoy this episode so let's go also before we get into this episode me and my mom were cooking and this was just kind of like a spare the moment conversation to where we were just talking about some really good shit and i was like oh my gosh this can be a podcast episode so i pulled out the the mic and we were recording so you're gonna hear us chopping up some vegetables you're gonna hear some bags um it's not for the whole podcast it's probably only for like a good five minutes of however long this episode ends up being i think it's like 40 minutes long so Anyway, just to let you know, I'm not taking it out because I like the authenticity of it. So, yeah, let's get into it. We as African-Americans, we hold true to our African ancestors Mm -hmm. and we always honor our African ancestors. And I think in the realization of you seasoning the Mm -hmm. food and us talking... We realize that there's a lot of African American, if you want to say, if you want to be politically correct, there's a lot of traditions that we have here mm-hmm. that we um, come up with that we started to do that our mm-hmm. mothers do and our mothers' mothers do. Yeah. And it's simply because we are here in America. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we don't write recipes down, we just know. We yeah. Just yeah. By, <laughs> we just season by what we know. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, you know my mom never wrote a recipe down, but yet I can follow her mm-hmm. recipe to the T mm-hmm. because I've seen her sprinkle this, sprinkle that, sprinkle this, dab this, dab that, and I think that is something that we don't recognize as um, as Black Americans. Yeah, we, it's we like are, you you like, season. Um, what did I say before? I said you season through the your ancestors you season through the intuition of your ancestors ancestors. or something like that i said yeah and a lot of times when we do things a lot in that one thing being cook because in the black household i feel like cooking was very important especially like within the mother like her making her family a really tasty meal was very satisfying you know like it was something that was really special that was a tradition so it's like me also being being a black woman and cooking things and just it makes you feel connected like if you think about it beyond it being a 
act that you just kind of do because you're hungry but like when you really think of the origin yeah and, and and you know what we come up with this term soul food because most times when we cook as black women we do we put our heart and our soul we put our heart and our, our soul into our cooking yeah um, like she put have, her foot in it yeah they come up with different terms and it's like you do. We, mm-hmm. we we show our love and our gratitude. And yeah. Everything is through our cooking and we come up with these these meals that, mm-hmm. you know, have if if you were to sit and think about it, I mean, who would think that you could take a piece of cornbread and you could add liquids and add seasonings to it and it come out tasting like completely Dress, different like, than totally different from the cornbread yeah. that you would you know get otherwise it's yeah yeah totally bland so you know we have so many um things that we do naturally and we don't realize that it is part of it's a tradition mm-hmm. you know like i know most black families on sundays that was the day that you go to church and then you come home and your mom cooked this big old mm-hmm. you have your big meal on Sunday and that's like family day and, and I know a lot of our you know the other races they take Sunday as they go to restaurants or whatever whereas mm-hmm. for most black homes that I know including mine's um, Sunday was, was family day yeah. that's when we would cook big meals the way and just, day that you connect yeah we we connect on Sunday and, mm-hmm. and restart from Monday <laughs> and so it's good that you were able to just say wait a minute this is a tradition but you know what one thing that i just thought about but in our way we're kind of breaking traditional curses or traditional lifestyles within our immediate family because not only do we cook with the intent of love and things like that but we understand energy Mm -hmm. you know we understand the importance of incorporating um more vegetables Mm -hmm. not putting Mm -hmm. as much sodium you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just being more intentional about what we're feeding our body so not only are we continuing the tradition of cooking with love and allowing that to be this comfort for other people but we're intentionally promoting health you know we're intentionally creating a new shift in how we're uh, right. Increasing that tradition. Yeah, you know? that's that's powerful. You said that because it's still soul food. Because anything yeah. you do from the soul is still soul food. Mm-hmm. It's just the healthier version. Yeah, like the soup that you're you're referring to that you cooked yesterday. It was it was really really good. And it was made up of a lot of veggies and, and things like that, and it was very good. And and you know, and it's and it's funny you say that. It's funny that you talk about intentions and energy because back in the day, as we referred to soul food. That is their way of putting their energy in it. Mm-hmm. They put their hearts and they really did put their energy in it. And you felt that love. Mm-hmm. Like I've had days where I've cooked and I'm yeah. not really into it. Yeah. And you could taste the food and you could kind of tell. And it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good. But mm, yeah. you made it better than this. And that and that goes to show you my yeah. energy. I just, yeah. I put something together, but my energy mm-hmm. really wasn't in it. Yes. I say that all the time. I remember um, I had cooked when we were in um, Wonderless, And mm-hmm. I had made something. And Octavia was like, now she's like you didn't put your soul in this one she was like you weren't happy when you made this one and it's like you can really tell the energies especially like if you're used to um 
if you're used to cooking and you enjoy it mm -hmm. you know you might do certain things that you might not do if you weren't feeling it you know yeah. you might go the extra the step weather, and right. then yeah. you might be exuding that really good energy into yeah. it that it now that it's not even just about the food but it's like this food makes me happy yeah. how many people be saying oh this food makes me happy yeah, or you know this food brings this this emotion and this yeah. vibration it's because also what was the intent behind this dish you know yeah. like what was the energy kind of poured into it when it was done yeah yeah there are okay. even spells you know where women who be putting spells on a men and they be mm -hmm. cooking they be putting the intent in the food and yeah. then they pass it to their yeah. to their husband and so your intent and the energy that you're putting in the food is so important and it's so interesting of how healing the mm -hmm. black mother's um cooking can be if you really think about it not just on the flavor aspect mm -hmm. but on the love that was put into it you know we don't we don't think about you know because we're going into something else which is very powerful we don't realize how um cooking because whenever we think about intentions and energy and all that it's always uh it's never in the kitchen yeah we never talk about it in the kitchen mm -hmm. where that's where they were they were out there mixing up concoctions and brewing up things in the kitchen mm -hmm. and women laughing and chatting and they putting their little intentions and their love and their their sisterhood into the food and it was and you can tell it when you have the meal you literally mm -hmm. would feel like you you you're in this experience and yeah. it's actually the energy of the people who who made it mm -hmm. and we never really realize that we you know look at food is just that just nourishment mm -hmm. but it's so much more yeah you know it's so much more i remember eating when my mom would cook us you know certain things when we were little you know how you see a child and they're eating and they're you know swinging their legs and they're dancing and they're having this whole experience in this one bowl yeah. you know or even when you see other races when they're cooking and they and and these chefs are mm -hmm. like um like i would say um I want to say Korean food because I love to see them in the kitchen and they chop into perfection. And, and it's like an enjoyment. It's really like an enjoyment. So, you know, cook with intentions, you know, turn on your sound bowls, turn on your high frequency, turn on all of that because you know, you're putting that into your food. Yeah. Um, my mom put me on to this one lady. Her name is Queen of Green. And I started watching a lot of her um, videos about understanding that when you cook you cook with love you cook with intention mm -hmm. and i would see her like drink her water out of her wine glass yes. to make it look fancy yeah and feel good because it's about the energy that you're putting into what you're consuming yeah just consuming like think of um speaking love into your water before just drinking your water yes. how much of an impact that would be yeah but she would just you know take her sound bowl and she would um she would cleanse the frequency and she would raise the vibrations of her water and she would speak intention and then i started to realize how important that was because like when you're younger or just when you're mindless in general and i mean that respectfully but like when you're not thinking about it um you can really be doing a lot of damage um by cooking a meal and being angry by me watching her it just made me more intentional to put love and put put more love into things intentionally yeah you know? yeah yeah because we do know that water you know holds energy as well as your food holds energy it is alive you know and it does her hold energy and so it's important that um when you're cooking 
that you know not all the time of course you're not going to be in this this great mood or whatever but are these washed off um these are are these the ones you had from yesterday okay um so i'm not gonna edit this part out so we're actually making some um some more soup and we got like some kale and some radishes and um, chinese cash Oh yeah, oh we do have Chinese yeah, cabbage. We got cilantro and putting a lot of like fresh vegetables in it. Yeah, oh we got corn green, too. That green. corn on the cob is fire. Actually, oh I was about to say yeah, um, that, corn is that was really good. Yeah. With that sweet and salty, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, but what were you saying, Mom? Um I think we were talking about, you know, making sure that when you are cooking. Is not only the ingredients and what you're putting in it is important, but also the energy in what you're cooking because all that is transferable. It, it will be good that when you're cooking and you're in the kitchen doing what you do to, you know, if you can raise your frequency while you're cooking, you'll see a difference in it because it's not just about what you're putting in it, the nourishment, but it's also, like you were saying, the intention and the frequency mm -hmm. is just as important is anything else because i've had some bland food but i don't know it just made me feel light and made me feel good mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't just about oh because this is healthy for my body but no I, I really believe that the person who made it because they believed in what they were making and the intention was to create this dish um, for health reasons and a lot of that has to do with why it benefited your body. And when you cook, you know, even when you're doing the veggies, when, when I'm cooking veggies for my family, I'm thinking about the nourishment that it's gonna give my family's body, how good they're gonna feel, how it's gonna benefit them, you know, and and it does, it, it really does, it benefits them. So yeah, but I think that's, um, it's powerful that we came, that you came to that conclusion that when you're seasoning, you're seasoning with the intent of your ancestors mm -hmm. because your ancestors are alive in you and, yeah. they, and they work through you and so. Yeah, yeah you know what? Um, so one day I was cooking <laughs> and I had on um, a pan of oil and I was high. And to be honest, I wasn't really paying attention to what I was doing. And so um, I kind of forgot that the oil was on there and I literally felt my ancestors energy. Like I felt them like chastising me and I felt them like talking to me like, girl, what are you doing? Like you got oil on the stove, you know, like I felt them. So it's like when you're doing acts that your ancestors did and enjoyed, that's a way of honoring them and that's a way of connecting with them. So like. You know how we go and we sit at our altar and we spend time with our ancestors. Spending time with your ancestors can also be like cooking. If you know that your ancestor, a certain ancestor that likes to cook, you can connect with them while you're cooking. You know, mm -hmm. you can invite them to cook with you. You know, you can do so many different things. I feel like I'm talking to myself. I feel like I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to myself and this is a lesson for myself because to be honest, I haven't really been doing as much at my altar and I haven't really been home to yeah. really do anything at my altar. And I was talking to my ancestors and I was like, man, like there's no excuse. Like I should have been, you know, sitting at my altar more, but it's like, now I'm saying to y'all, you don't just have to sit at your altar to honor your ancestors. Mm. You can also cook and honor your ancestors. I feel like that's so how they're talking answering, to me. Yeah. They're literally yeah. talking to me yeah. and I'm talking to you. Yeah. And they're like, but also too, connect with me while you're cooking. Like, if, right. Or even if they like to paint, if they like to sew, mm -hmm. you know, like 
whatever they like if they like to read invite them to read the book with you just like simple things and simple ways like we don't have to make spirituality be this i have to make time for it like you don't you know yeah. like you do but you, you don't them, you yeah, know yeah you can make them a part of your life because yeah. when they were in this realm in their physical body they were a part of your life yeah and they're we, not separate from you yeah it's like we do these um we become spiritual but yet we follow these patterns of christianity mm-hmm. which says which i'm not knocking christianity by no means um but christianity is okay we have to go to church on sunday mm-hmm. you know we have a meeting house on sunday and we have to do this it's, it's just a lot of um rules and i think spirituality and you hear this a lot so i'm not trying to sound like a cliche but spirituality is a is a individual thing meaning um no it's great to have an altar to honor them because i have an altar and um i have my sacred space where i do honor them but i also take them out in nature with me i you know uh, it doesn't have to be that i like um we this we did this a couple of times, but really when we went to the Grand Canyon, um, and when we hike in general, um, we go out there, we give them offerings, mm-hmm. we'll speak our intentions, you know, we'll find ways to honor our ancestors every time we go in nature. Mm-hmm. And that's something that mm-hmm. I actually never really thought of that we do that until we do. you said you that, but we do. Them, yeah. We always do that yeah. because your ancestors are also nature. Yeah. What like we're nature, but like your ancestors are everywhere, yeah. you know, and in everything, like trees are our ancestors like you can connect with your ancestors in so many different ways yeah so many different ways and there's no there's no rule book it really isn't there's no rule book of um how you connect with your your ancestors because like we said they live through us mm-hmm. you know i can use simple cooking mm-hmm. and that, that that idea or whatever mm-hmm. came to me is actually your ancestors yeah exactly. yeah it was actually your ancestors um, yeah for sure and you seasoning could have been your grandmother showing you how to season your food. Yeah, and th- but I also will say though, because I think that there is in some cases like a right and a wrong way to do certain things. Because spirituality is like an individual journey, but also to like you have to respect some of the the rules and the boundaries and you know the guidelines of what's what was you know passed before you. But I think that sometimes we get so caught up in. Oh, well, this person on YouTube said that I can only, you know, do this to bring this in my life. It's like, no, like, what do you feel like inside? Like, ask your ancestors, what were some of their traditions? You know, that's one thing that I want to do instead of um, just always going externally. But like going to my altar and be like, hey, like, I want to have more money. What like what ritual can I do? Like, can you tell me what should I use? You know, ask them about their experiences and their knowledge, because their knowledge may be way more vast than somebody else on YouTube. And like, if you're trying to use somebody on YouTube's um, ritual, but then, you know, you're not getting the results that you want. And then you ask your ancestors and they give you a ritual that works like that. You know, it's just about like your ancestors really have everything. Like they have all the information to everything that you could ever need. It's all inside of you. I think um, we just have to be sensitive to their voice. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to be sensitive to when they're telling us stuff. And a lot of things that we do every day, little simple things, is actually our ancestors too, you know, working through us and, and moving through us. Because they want to see you win. They're there to help you. And a lot of times we don't, we don't access that help mm-hmm. that we have because we... Uh, in these yeah. um, 
like you said, we feel like we have to do it this way, we have yeah. to do it that way. And our ancestors are are like are actually talked to us and look, I've been trying to, you know, that mm -hmm. little bird that's been yeah. pouncing on your um, balcony, your porch every day. So that was, you know, just throughout. I mean, can I have well, to no, bring? Yeah, but uh, wait, hold on, let me start. Um. And that's also, dang, I was about to say something too to go off of what you said. Um, It'll come back. What was the last thing you said? About them the coming and talking to us every day, the little bird. Oh, yeah. And that's why also, like, it's important to get to know you and get to know your ancestors so that when they do come to you, you actually know that that's them coming to you. Like, there are a lot of people who be like, oh, I see one, one, one. What does that mean? Oh, I see this, this, this. What does that mean? But it's like, if you get to know yourself and connect with your ancestors, they're going to tell you what that means. Oh, yeah, you don't sure. have to come outside of yourself to that's ask. Right. And that's one thing that I'm grateful for my mom because me and her have conversations and um, like there's a specific um, like bird that comes to us as an ancestor and i would have never known that if had my mom never even said anything you know so it's about having those conversations also with your family about how was my auntie how was my uncle how was this person when they were alive getting to know um your ancestors beyond um you know just beyond mourning them you know yeah. it's like when they're Celebrate not here them. yeah when, when they're not here we we have this loss mm -hmm. but they never leave you they yeah. transcend and they go into another dimension and they're there they're actually you, the eyes that you see is actually them as well working through you mm -hmm. but you have to communicate and you have to yeah. conversate with you and they're waiting mm -hmm. you know they're waiting to have that conversation i'm not going to go too deep um, into it because that's a whole other thing but you know from the simple things that you do from cooking to when you're looking in the mirror and putting your makeup on like me i grew up looking at my mom um, doing her makeup before work and so when I'm in the mirror a lot of times I see my mom and there's things that she she did that I find myself doing and I do it um, but not the intention of doing it I just do it yeah. and so I feel like almost like um, she's helping me you know fix my face as you please yeah. and, and so I Everything that I do, I, I, I try to include my ancestors, and it's not just going to them asking them mm -hmm. to do things and asking them for certain things, but just honoring them. And I think that's why we create altars. I think that's why we have conversations with them. That's, and when I'm out in nature, and I uh, and we do different things to honor them, we don't go out there with an intention of, oh, okay, we're going to do this. No, they're, when you're somewhere and you have a familiar feeling or um, you you think of someone who has transcended, it's them nudging you. It's it's actually them nudging you. Um, it's not coincident that you're you know you're you're somewhere and you're having this moment with your ancestors. I don't know if you ever had this but um, I can be in my car sometimes and um, it happened on a number on numerous occasions and I would be just deep in thought about my mom and all of a sudden her favorite song would come on and to me that's a sign letting me know that she's letting me know that she she's there yeah she's there in yeah. spirit and so those are different ways you know if you're in the kitchen and you're just mm -hmm. cooking and you're just cooking naturally a dab here dab there i know that you can reference back to someone that you saw yeah. your big mama your grandmama your mom someone yeah. that you saw as a child um, 
that you you said a line that I want to write to, and I and I hate I didn't say it after you. I I didn't repeat it after you said it. And um, man, I wanted to write to it. It was something you said that was so deep. And when I go back and listen to your podcast, I was I'm gonna have to write that line down. But you said something. <sighs> While you were talking, I was thinking of that song um, by Willow. It's that meet me at our spot. There's some things I wanna show you. Have you heard that song? Yeah, before? I love that song. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that song when you were talking. There go my microphone. <laughs> All right, let's put the move this. Up. Move this, and there it is, right That's there. Up. All right, thank you, Mama. <laughs> you said we get too good. Like, um, so when I was thinking about that, it it made me think that our ancestors also want to show us things you know like they want us to continue their tradition you know they don't want to die out when they die Mm -hmm. you know they want you to learn these things and pass it down to your kids you know and keep this going because that's how you keep your legacy going yeah so like as you were talking that song was just in my head it was like meet me at a spot Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then i was like um that's something that I want to tap more into. I want to tap more into my ancestors and their talents. And mm-hmm. honestly, like, I just want my whole life to be wrapped around my spiritual journal. I said my spiritual journal. My spiritual uh-huh. journey yeah. and getting to know myself, getting to know my ancestors and just being free and traveling. Um, I feel like that, like, what else is there to life other than living? You know, getting to know where you're from, getting to know who you are and being able to ascend you know mm-hmm. I don't necessarily care for this materialistic world to have a house to have a fancy car I do care to have a fancy school bus that I can you know deck out as an RV and drive around but I don't necessarily care to have a lot of those things um, so it's really interesting to me like when my ancestors do connect with me because that's so important i just feel like what is life without our ancestors well that's 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 why we all came back i don't care who you are black blue red green everyone that's here we are here for a reason we are here for a purpose Mm -hmm. and i think when we're a child when you're little i think when you're little as a child you're closer to remembering why you're you know our kids they have this common language we say goo goo gaga whatever but kids they have this this um hidden language that we we that need to be tapped into because I, I feel like um, when kids are here and they they ha- they naturally just enjoy painting or they naturally just enjoy drawing mm-hmm. and they're they're doing these things fearlessly mm-hmm. I think that they are closer to remembering what their purpose is yeah. and I think as they as they um, become more and more attached to the society, mm-hmm. when we try to um, reform them, if you will, like, okay, you gotta learn your ABCs, okay, you can't do this, okay, we can't go out looking like this, we can't, mm-hmm. you can't say this, we can't do this, and it's like, we're we're killing that free spirit, we're, we're killing that nature yeah. that they come in here with, and it's like, you tend to, because you have to do well in school, and you have to be you have to be really good at because you know I was sitting one day and I was thinking and I was deep in thought and meditation and I was thinking like why I never liked learning why I never liked school and I remember um punishing one of myself well not punishing but really um reprimanding rewarding one child who was great 
an honor roll student and another one um, reprimanding him because for some reason he, it was just hard for him to get it. And mm-hmm. he just, he struggled in school. And then I, me being the spiritual being who I am right now, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm saying, you know what? Basically, kids that are honor roll students, we have we have created this system of rewarding those that can be easily conformed. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly what it what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're easy to be be trained. You're yeah, easy to be conformed to this yeah. to this. Oh, you get it. You can get this. You get this. And the ones mm-hmm. that are that can't conform, mm-hmm. we say, oh, we're gonna call you. Maybe you're a little slow, or yeah, maybe we're gonna put you in special yeah. ed, or whatever, whatever. But then as you get older. For me, I don't want to conform. I don't want to learn because mm-hmm. honestly, everything that they taught us was a lie to me anyway. Yeah. And I, I feel no use for it. So when I look back at how, because we were programmed as ch- children mm-hmm. and as adults, we continue that cycle with our children. We say, oh, okay, you got to go to college and you got to do this and you got to do that. And we, we've created this. Um, we're so used to... Like, I know there are some people that are going to listen to this and be like, what, are you you teaching not to do well in school? No, I'm not teaching that because whatever fault you both do it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that we are so programmed in this matrix that we don't realize that we, um, we reward those that are easily conformed and easily taught. And mm-hmm. we, we create this failure or, or low self-esteem to ones that... Yeah go to school and feel like you know they don't want to reform because that's exactly what they're doing is brainwash yeah i read this book um i believe it was by deepak chakra i hope i've said his name right yeah Yeah. i didn't be talking but um he was saying how he doesn't teach his kids to be the best football player the best this the best that he teaches his kids to be the best version of themselves because as long as they're the best version of themselves and they're living life right because that's literally what life is about life is about becoming the best you it's not about becoming the best anything that is external from you because nothing outside of yourself can be controlled you're the only thing that you control so why are we so focused on everything other than ourselves and we lose that aspect of ourselves and it kind of tumbles into our relationship with our ancestors to where they're not able to really get to us and connect to us in the way that they really want to because we're not connected to ourselves. You know, connecting to yourself is the first step. That's why, like, <clears throat> you'll hear a lot of spiritualists say or a lot of people who do, like, witchcraft, whatever the case is, like, if you're trying to reach a deity, you need to reach your ancestors first, mm-hmm. you know, because if you try to jump that step That's right. and, you know, you don't acknowledge your ancestors, you're going to fall down and you're going to learn a hard lesson. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get to where you need to be. And there's uh, there's steps and there's levels to this. And so if you're not feeling connected to yourself, if you're not feeling like you, there's no way for you to really connect to your ancestors yeah. because your ancestors are you. Yeah. But, you know, I've just found in my spiritual walk that there are um, a lot of things that are here working on your behalf. And mm-hmm. we don't know it because they made sure not to uh, make sure you don't know it so that you won't know your power. And it's all a part of dumbing you down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all a part of because your ancestors will tell you everything like you don't um, like I believe in vegetarian. However, I'm beginning to believe that. My ancestors will tell you 
they'll show you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what they're there for, to mm -hmm. move and do things. They see things and dimensions that we don't see because mm -hmm. they have they have crossed over to that to that dimension. Mm -hmm. And so when you go and you make them a part of um, your everyday life, um, acknowledging them, talking to them, and not just asking them for, for things, but if you're having a cup of coffee, mm -hmm. pour them a cup of coffee. Or, yeah. you know, if you're having a meal, give them one or two spoons of a meal. Yeah. And they will, they will, they will, they will do things. Trust mm -hmm. me. <laughs> but that's the thing about um, spirituality as well. A lot of people go to their ancestors when they need something. And when I say a lot of people, I also mean myself on certain occasions, um, especially most recently. Um, I haven't really been honoring my ancestors like I normally do. Like I normally always have uh, fresh flowers, you know, like I always make sure that I'm just on top of things and I'm making sure my altar is neat and tidy. And I really haven't been at my altar. Um, and so that's something that I'm starting to, I just forgot what I was saying. <laughs> it's okay. What was I saying? About honoring your ancestors, spending time with them. Oh, um, but I haven't been doing everything that I normally do. But lately, I've been feeling a little overwhelmed and I've been wanting my ancestors to like help me, tell me what I'm supposed to do, you know, uh, fix my problems for me. But it's like, girl, hey, like, how you doing? You know, like, <laughs> like, it's nice to see you too. You know, yeah. like you haven't been here in a while, you know. Mm -hmm. Your ancestors also want to talk to you. You know, they also want to spend time with you. And, you know, if you're thinking about a relationship that you have in your real life, how would you feel if, you know, you had this one person and all they do is just come to you when they want you to fix something for them, but they not, they're not honoring you and acknowledging you as the person that you are. And it's the same with your ancestors. You know, if you really, really, truly want something to move for you and to work for you, mm -hmm. you got to really cultivate the relationship with your ancestors. Yeah. Because when I was in Chicago and I was really going, like I was really, really connected to myself, really connected to my ancestors, y'all. Like there were some things that I was learning, that I was seeing, that I was doing. Like, I just feel like they were working for me in different ways and it was more powerful than it is now because I haven't been putting that energy out there and that's not to say that your your ancestors are going to neglect you and they're not going to you know go as go hard for you anymore but you know you get you what you put out yeah you know you got to put that work in to get that work yeah back. because you have the power because even going outside of just spirituality you're going to uh even religion talks about, you know, um, you got to study to show yourself approved. Mm -hmm. You got to speak the word. You got to, you have to do, there's something that you have to do, even as a, as a, a religious being, you know, you have to act, you have to move. And it, the Bible says go, and the Bible says seek, and the mm -hmm. Bible says this. And some people pray or some people talk to their ancestors and they sit back and they want you know everything to happen magically and no no it all starts within it all starts with a powerful intention it has to, it comes from a a, a powerful desire a mm -hmm. wanting of needing of longing and no your ancestors are not like you know religion where oh if you don't you don't come meet me at my altar on sunday at four o'clock by the set of the moon by the right turn they're not like that you know they'll they'll just like you know when they were in the physical realm and they missed you and they would call you um they do that as well too in the spiritual realm have you ever been sitting and then you just thought of someone someone who has 
passed on is because they're longing to reach or connect to yeah. you or maybe they just they see what's coming yeah because sometimes i'll get a feeling on me and it'll it'll like now it'll uh it'll tell me you know you need to step away you need to be quiet you mm-hmm. need to um just pull away from things and because they're, they're there to warn you and prepare you for what's coming mm-hmm. um and like I said, and they, they're there in the spiritual realm and they're waiting. Well, not, I don't want to say they're in the spiritual realm. They're there with you. They're inside of you. Your eyes are their eyes. So they're they're with you, but, but you have to command it. You have to command it. And don't let people tell you, you know, you know, spirituality is becoming sort of like religion. Everybody has this, well, you got to do it this way. You got to mm-hmm. burn the sage this way. You got to yeah. clockwise it this way. And then you got to... Mm-hmm. It's an individual journey. Yeah, but well, but one thing, thing though, like I do believe that there are right and wrong ways of doing things though, because course, like yeah. there are certain like practices that you do need to do to, um, you know, remove things, whatever the case is. But I think, like you said, we get so stuck on doing things the right way that we lose out on our way. And sometimes your way is your way. And that doesn't mean that it's right or it's wrong. That's just what's effective for you. Um, Because I think that, I think that in my journey, I, I got a little bit too caught up in going externally and learning things Mm -hmm. that I was always reading books. You know, I was buying classes, you know, I was doing this and that's good, but I was also forgetting to like also ask my ancestors to teach me, you know, Mm -hmm. asking my ancestors to sit with me. Um, And, you know, once you really realize that it's really just an external thing, then it really just starts to click with you. You know, everything is an external thing. Um, Yeah, an internal Internal, thing. It's a very it's a very internal thing. And. Um, there are certain rituals that I do that I just do and that I didn't get from anywhere that I feel like are effective for me and I feel like it's doing the job you know sometimes just ask yourself how you feel or just go within and not necessarily depend on what someone else is doing you know um, a gift is just that it's a gift a gift is different from a skill and um, I remember always having the ability to discern mm-hmm. you know the the, the the church call it um gifts of the spirit like discernment and things like that um i've always had the gift of discernment and not really understanding it um when i was younger and then when i became older it was you know as you become less religious and whatever and, and they start saying well that's that's a seer Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I never did understand it. And I started reading books and looking for podcasts and looking for videos that kind of helped me to understand it. And then finally, my ancestors was like, what are you doing? You seeking everything outside of me. Like, mm-hmm. you need to come to me because we can't ask our ancestors to help develop your abilities. Because when you have those abilities, it's them that's, they're really the seer. Mm-hmm. You're the vessel and they're the seer. It's not you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's your ancestors working through you and talking and, and even the other spirits that have transcended. If you're speaking, if someone, you meet someone and those spirits, they're coming to you and they're speaking through you as a vessel. Um, so it's nothing you can do other than to strengthen your 
uh, relationship with that realm so that you can be an open vessel for communication because a lot mm-hmm. of times it's our ego and it's a lot of times it's our flesh that prevents mm-hmm. us from being in, it's like a clock sink you have emotional you know if you got to do shadow work if you you have some things that you have to work on in your physical sense to allow the spirits to freely work through you have to totally learn how to surrender and be sensitive to what they're trying to tell you Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going back to what I was saying about that's what I mean about um, they're there and they want to pass on messages either or other fam- other loved ones who want to use you as a vessel to pass on messages to le- their loved ones because mm-hmm. it's all about your purpose. I, I just feel like it's a never ending cycle to keep you oppressed and miserable and i just really am on this journey of freeing myself and i'm doing that through my ancestors and i know that they are a crucial part in my journey because i am my ancestors they are living through me um i'm like i don't know i'm i'm just tapping into myself and my journey i am i'm very much so um and it's just a really beautiful journey like i'm i'm grateful to be alive and i'm grateful to have the knowledge that I have um, and to be connected so that I'm able to live my life according to Naya and my ancestors in honor. Yeah, yeah, you're shifting. I think the more you shift and the more you spend time in the spiritual realm, the more you become disconnected to this Mm -hmm. plane. You know, like this conversation right here is not going to touch anybody. It's, Mm -hmm. It's for a few. Yeah. It's for a few chosen because... You know, some people are going to take this like, oh, my God, really? You you, you guys, you know, what mm-hmm. kind of propaganda is this? Are you guys saying don't be successful, don't get it? No, you're missing the whole message. Mm-hmm. You're missing the message, you know. As a baby, it. a baby, you know, you don't come with the intention of, oh, I want to get a big house. No, you come here. Whatever your purpose mm-hmm. is, is to break your generational curses. You you come to, to, to your bloodline. There's something you're supposed to be doing. Um, in your bloodline for humanity um, so that they won't have to continue to, to work on breaking these curses and that's what your purpose is yeah. whatever that may be you know but then the more you're being programmed with society the more mm-hmm. the more society praises those that do well because they they, they line up with the system they go yeah. get their vaccination they you know um, they're honorable students they go get you know what I'm saying they, yeah. they don't have these um you know, they just they 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 they're good at being programmed. Yeah, all a person's life is a, is chasing, chasing a bag, chasing this girl, chasing this boy, chasing your dream, chase, chase, chase. Everything is about a chase, and then we wonder why when we get older we get tired, our bodies are tired because it's this constant chase, it's this constant I need to get this. I need to get that. And when you're, you know, not doing anything for that day, it's like, oh, I'm being lazy. I need to do something like, no, you're not. You're just living your life and you're just sitting on the couch and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, (laughs) Um, we just get so much in our head that we try to make things be this big thing and it doesn't need to be. And I just don't want that to run my life. Yeah. Because that's what that's what they teach you. Yeah. They teach you, oh, if you if you take a day and not do anything, that's considered being lazy. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be 
doing something. And the only reason why they they teach you that is because if you're always doing something, you're always doing something to help their pockets get bigger. If you're always working, you know, then they're always selling or they're all their business is always growing. If you're always eating food, you're always putting money into the economy. You know, if you're always, you know, doing this, if no matter what it is that you're doing, they want to make sure that they are benefiting in some way. Mm. So they program you on so many different levels that it literally it's like you're just you're just consuming. You're just going. You're going. You're you're attacking this. You're doing that. And it's like a lot of people don't even know why they're doing half of the stuff that they're doing. They're just so programmed to do things that they're not thinking about it. They're not like, wait, hold up. Why did I do that? Why okay, am so I doing can this? I, can I, you know, because we tend to. If we start thinking like the. Uh, The worst, the biggest fear for a business owner or corporate owner would be what? No. The biggest fear for a corporate owner or a business owner is for their employees to start thinking like a business owner or a corporate owner. They fear that. Mm -hmm. And so how they keep you under submission is... You have to continue to push their initiative, whatever that may be. Because the biggest fear that society has is a free thinker. A free thinker. Mm -hmm. Because if you have time to sit and think, then you're going to start thinking about how this is bullshit. And how you're going to start thinking about, wait a minute, this don't make sense. Mm -hmm. Why do you think they, 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 we was illegal for so many, for so long? Mm -hmm. Because it opens up your third eye and it, and it relaxes you and it, you know, it, it takes you all of those hallucinogens, yeah. LSD, and all these other things. Even some food questions like sour stuff, yeah, and how it cures cancer, and yeah. how you can barely find it anywhere. It's so hard to find, and it's so expensive. Like, yeah, and it's something that can literally help with so much stuff. Like, oh, it's everything. so good for you. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's important. Like, just get to know yourself and start waking up to what's going on around you, connecting to your ancestors, asking them for advice and guidance, and tapping into like that inner knowledge because that's really how you gonna get to where you want to get to. You know, it's not about asking other people what they doing. It's about asking yourself what you want. And even if you make a mistake, it's still divine that's because right. it's right. something that you had to learn so that you can know to do this or to do that. That's right. Um, that's right. So how'd y'all feel about this episode? I really want some feedback. So I see that there's a lot of y'all watching and, you know, listening and I really appreciate it, but I would also really appreciate some feedback. So if you're loving this content and you got some ideas about some new episodes I should do, or even if you just want to talk about this episode, send me a voice message. Okay. You can hit my DMs, spiritual underscore in underscore free. Um, and then let's have a conversation. A lot of times, like if you reach out to me, and like I feel like you're not really talking about nothing I might not keep up the conversation um, because that's just kind of how I am I'm not one of those people to just sit on the phone or just talk to people all the time um, but if you want to have an engaging conversation where we're actually talking about something with like an actual topic hit me up okay so anyway um, until the next episode I hope that y'all have an amazing day and you know I appreciate y'all 
I truly, truly do. So anyway, peace out from your favorite hope dealer. Thank you.